today. It's interesting. Okay, it is always interesting. But today, you, you we'll see. We'll especially interesting. Okay, so we're going to do a review of uh, yesterday's daf, Samach Aleph, and today's Samach Beis. Okay, so um, we have a mind for Shalema, to all who need it. Yeah. I mean, Hadassah Bas Ronya and uh, anyone else. Okay. I just heard that the babies uh, started to breathe on their own part. Wow. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Okay. Okay, so let's take her up the list. Breathing on your own is still ways to go. Okay. Um, I'll feel that you continue helping. Yes, amen. Amen. Okay, so we started off yesterday talking, uh, Brisa, we quoted the Brisa, Rabbi Shem Reichoy says also that another halacha, interesting halacha, that the, uh, that the, uh, the kavarim, the, grave, the graves of Gentiles do not create a, an impurity by walking over the graves. Okay. Tomas Oyel, yeah. Tomas Oyel, which is Tomas Oyel. And it's based on a pasuk, interesting, that Yecheska, Pasuk and Yecheska, that talks, that Yecheska is talking to the Jewish people, that you are my, my tzon, tzon marisi, Adam Atem. You are Adam, which basically tells us that Atem Krim Adam, and the, and not the, the Goyim are not called Adam. Now this is not to say, you know, that they're yeah, human, that they're animals. That's not what it means. But we'll see that the word Adam, the name Adam is unique quality, and it's they're being excluded. Now, it's interesting. Ha-Adam, there's another Gemara that says Ha-Adam, that does refer to Gentiles also. Uh, but Adam plain, not. Now, um, so so the Gemara says, how could you even say that? Because it says, V'nefesh Adam, Shisha Sarlaf. Then talking about the captives of the battle against Midian, there was, the, there was 16,000 Adam. Isn't that pretty clear? So the Gemara says that's because when we use Adam to contrast the Bema, so then that's the contrast word. But it doesn't mean that they're called in standalone Adam. And then it says also by, by the city of Nineveh, which was non-Jewish, uh, has more than 12,000, uh, 120,000 Adam that don't know between the right and left. And a, a lot of animals. This is again, it's because of the animals. I, it says that uh, that anybody who, in the battle of Midian who killed somebody killed somebody uh, um, needs to purify themselves. Um, is not why would they need to purify themselves? I thought there's no tumma to the goyim. So the Gemara says, no, no, no. Maybe a Jew got killed. So the Gemara says, it doesn't make sense that a Jew got killed because it says We didn't lose anybody. That's why they wanted to bring a special, like a special, like a thank a, a Thanksgiving carbon. Um, so uh, Rabbi Shemayichai says, "Now maybe it means that nobody got caught in a vera. Nobody did anything wrong, and that's what. But maybe somebody did die. But Ravina answers a simple answer. He says that even though the pasuk is excluding them from Thomas Ohel, but not from all Thomas. If you touch the dead body or you carry the dead body, pasuk never excluded because it only talks about Adam Kiyomus Ohel. So yeah, the Thomas Ohel." That's where we use the word Adam that excludes the Gentile. Okay, which brings us to the next Mishnah, talking about a Kohen Gadol who got betrothed to a widow um, uh, but before he was Kohen Gadol, and then he was appointed to be a Kohen Gadol, then he's allowed to consummate that, and that's based on a Pasuk. The story goes with Yeshua ben Kamla, who did a Kiddushin to Barsabah Spices, and uh, then he was appointed by the king to be Kohen Gadol. 
and then he consummated the marriage. Um, now, uh, there was a Shemeris Yavam, um, uh, the Shemeris Yavam that falls before a Kohen Hedyot, and then he was appointed to be a Kohen Gadol. That is not allowed. Even if he already did Maimer, he cannot consummate that Yibum. He's going to have to go through with Chalitza. Now, why is this? So, how do you know that if a per, that if the, that he's allowed to consummate the marriage that he's betrothed to a widow when he was a coin regular and then becomes a godla? It's okay because it says kiim besula me'amav yikach isha. Now the word isha is superfluous. There could have just left out the word isha. Isha means that there's a woman that you're allowed to take, and that means that's this case. Why not shemers yavam? Because it says isha, it doesn't say yavama, so it's to exclude the yavama case. Now, the story with Yeshub and Gamla is a little indicated here. It didn't say that he was Nisman Elias Gangado, which was the normal way. It says, Minahu, the Hamelech, the king, did it. And that's because his uh, betrothed wife, Marsa Bespaisis, was a very wealthy woman, and she was a widow. Mm-hmm. And uh, she um, smeared the way in she, with, with money that the king should choose Yeshub and Gamla to be the Gangado. And that's how he got the job. And that's like a little inappropriate. Um, and it was actually downhill from there. Once there was, even though he was a fine man, he was a good guy, but... so good enough. enough. But that once, it, once you put a price, so like, no, he wouldn't have won it without a little bit of smearing. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. He was congodled for a number of years. But anyway, but still, it wasn't... Uh, once you bind the position, so it's just a matter of now how much you have to pay for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if he's not as good, so then you have to pay a little more. Well, that happened regularly during the second... Uh, yeah. But this is the first of that. That's the point. It starts always with somebody, he's, not, he's a pretty good guy, you know, so you easily will sway to say, okay, it's not a big deal. He's anyway, you know, he's a good man. He's, a, he's worthy to some degree. So, okay, I'll choose him first for all that money. And then, you know, once you take the money route, so then all bets are off. That's what happens. Okay, unfortunately. All right. Brings us to the next Mishnah. So a Kongadol who die, whose brother dies, he's not allowed to do Yibam. He only does Chalitza not Yibam. So it doesn't matter what type of... Uh, even, again, he's not allowed to marry a widow. But the question is, uh, does it make a difference whether it's a, a Irisin or Nisuin? Now, if it's Minan Nisuin, I understand... And here there's a negative prohibition of he's not allowed to marry a widow and a positive iser that he's not allowed to take a bu'ula, she's both. But uh, so I get that. The positive mitzvah of mitzvah yibum doesn't override the positive and negative. Now, but why when it's just Meneirisin, it's just a straight up positive versus a negative. There's no isra say because um, she is a, 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 a virgin. Why don't we say, The answer is, you're right. It really is docha if the first time, but the second act of relations is already not going to be allowed. And they made it across the board, not to do even the first bia because of the second one. So that's it. But so therefore, they just the, go with Chalitza. The Kohen Gadol is like the, the one of the most righteous person, right? Yeah. So why does he do like once the bia? Maybe he's going to be a kid out of it and then save his brother's bloodline and then divorce her. Rabbi stepped in and made it zero. What do you want? I'm saying, like, why? They didn't leave it up to him. No, I'm saying, why did they? He's saying, like, since he's such a good yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, it's because the rabbis are smart and they knew that the, the Khan Gadol right now is very righteous. But 
already saw from the last mm-hmm. Mishnah. We saw pretty. I don't think. Yeah, but I don't think it's so common. How that quickly the, it drops down. <coughs> no, I'm saying, but the Kohen Gadol's brother, betrothed on he, she's a psula. And the whole thing's a, not common. Yeah, it's yeah, not something. Like, it's not very relevant. Yeah, but uh, you're right. But then it's interesting how, why they stepped in Mekhegzera in something that's not that common. The whole Gibum scenario. But again, there was a lot of chalitzas in, the ta- in certain times of battles and okay. wars. Okay. So that, that you, don't, you don't know. Um, right. It's crazy stories. Um, yeah, that's what in, at at the uh, Rav Nata's Levaya, somebody was saying over that he witnessed you know tens of of chalitzas, yeah. oh, tens and tens of chalitzas that were during the war years, mm-hmm. and um, you know Vietnam. that Ramosha mm-hmm. did in the yeshiva, whatever. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Oh, you mean the Second World War? Yeah, oh. that was he was in the yeshiva at during the time of the Second World War. Oh wow! So uh, that's what that's what they said. He was. Yeah, he was born, makes sense. He was born in 25. He was a uh, bachar, he was whatever. Well, Renatum was born in 1925. So by Second World War, he was... He was almost 20. He was 16, 17 when... Uh, right, he and he was, uh, right, and then when it started, and then you know, when news was coming in the 42, whatever, the bad years, uh, whatever it is, he, uh, he was he was yeshiva bachar in the yeshiva. He, he was 20. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he was there during that time. Anyway... Um, so, so you know, <laughs> it's rare in times no, in, all, yeah. in all in normal times. Okay, all right. Next we saw is a Kohen, Next Mishnah Kohen Hedyet uh, cannot marry an Islandess unless he already has children. According to Rebuta, even if he has Yishobanim, he's also to marry an Islandess because an Islandess is a zona according to him. Uh, that the Torah talks about. Now, the Chum say that's not a zona unless it's uh, B.S. Isser. So it talks about a few examples. Islandess is a, Islandess lady, is a, is a lady who has, has who never develops, uh-huh. who will never develop. She lacks the ability to, yeah, to develop, uh, you know, I don't her know, product, her reproductive system. Okay. Right, exactly. So she cannot have children. Anyway, so uh, the only case of zona is where they had a BSS or like a either a convert or freed mm. woman who while they weren't Jewish they had relations or suspected of having relations and also Nivalabilas Nos, that's called Zona. Now Reish Lakish, uh the Reish Galusa Setarafuna, what's the reason um over here why Konhediot is not a Marian Islandist? Is it because of Piririvia? So isn't it what are only Khan uh, required to have children and not everybody else? So uh, Yisrael also is required. The answer is, is that we're trying to bring out the Seifa Reviewer's opinion, who says that even with the wife, he's Asr because she is a Zona, because he holds that an island is his Zona, uh, that the Torah talks about. And that is only relevant to Kahanim, but and not to Yisrael. And that's why it started off talking about a Kohen, but ain't a Hanami. Uh, this prohibition to marry an island is if you don't have children, you shouldn't marry her. Okay. Now, Rav Huna says, what's the reason of Rav Yehuda? So it said that 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 an islandist is considered a zona. It's a pasuk that talks about his uh, That's part of what this nus is: is that they're having relations without increasing the population. So that's the that's the issue. Um, any relation that hasn't got a potential, or at least a, the idea of, of of reproduction, that's a bilas nus. Now, when she doesn't have the possibility of it. That what I know. Because the Zeret is not allowed. If she's married with a, if she's married, 
Why is she considered snow? What is this considered snow? This is Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. We don't paskin like that. The Rabbi Yehuda feels that way because, because she cannot she cannot have the potential. Um, whatever. Now, Rabbi Rabbi Eliezer says, a is not allowed to marry a katana. Now, the question is, so Rabbi said to Rabbi, look into this. I need you to explain it to me because the Ravuna is going to ask you pshat, and we want you to find out what's the reasoning why it, there might be an issue for a coin to marry a katana. So he looked into it and he said that maybe Pshad is because Rabbi Ezer holds like Rabbi Meir and he holds like Rabbi Yudah. He holds like Rabbi Meir who says that even a minority potential possibility is something that we're choshesh for. So as rare as an island this is, it's a still a possibility. You won't know till she gets older and doesn't develop. That's how we know that she has that problem. Okay? And, um, and if there might be a problem. And he holds like Rabbi Yudah that an island is his zona. So therefore on the outside chance that this girl would grow up, that's why you can't marry her as a minor. Um, so the Gemara says, there's a slight problem with this. First of all, he doesn't hold like Rebeliezer, does not hold like Rameir. As the Bryce says, that a katan and katana cannot do chalitza or yibum, according to Rameir. And he said to Rameir, I get why he can't do chalitza, because it says ish, only an ish can do chalitza. So it makes sense. And an ish is compared to the ish, so they both have to be adults for chalitza. Mask. Okay, but what's the reason why he came to Yibam? So he says that. Uh, so he says the reason why he came to Yibam is because what if he's found to be a Saris, a Saris, or she's found to be an islandess? Then they're basically they didn't a Maisa Avera of an Erva, because there is no mitzvah for an islandess to be Misyabemis. She's not a real proper Yibama. All she is is an Eshasach with no mitzvah. So that would be a big Isser. And the same if he's not capable of having children because he has a Saris, which is the same problem by the man's side. He's, like, he also won't develop and is unable, incapable of, of producing children. So then he's going to have the, then he doesn't have the mitzvah. If he doesn't have the mitzvah, then he'll, then he basically is just the Isra Eshazach. Um, and the uh, problem is, the price says explicitly that Ketan is, it can be Misyab Emes and not Cholat, says according to Rebbe Yezer. So you see clearly that Rebbe Yezer disagrees with Rameir. He's not Choshesh Lemiuta. So that's number one. And not only does he not hold like Rabbi Meir, he also doesn't like Rabbi Yehuda. Why? Because it says in the Brisa that Zona means Kishma, according to Rabbi Yezer, which means that what uh, Zona, he says the title of the word, the translation of the word Zona means she, she who, who, who veers away from her husband. It's talking about a case of Aisha's Ish, a married woman who sleeps with other men. That's defined as a Zona. Um, Anyway, bottom line is Rabbi Kiva disagrees. He says Zona is a mufkeres, which means basically she's may not she doesn't have to be married, but she's willing to have relations with whoever. So that's a zona, which is I guess how we would translate a prostitute. And uh, Rabbi Masya ben Cheres says even if her husband to, uh, suspects her of being a, of of being with another man and. And they go, he's taking her to, uh, to the base of Migdash to give her the drink. And on the way, he has relations with her. That act of forbidden relations makes her a zona, even such an act. Even though it's with her husband and it's not with anybody else, it's still a zona. And uh, that's a zona that's forbidden to marry a Kohen. And review this says, zona is an islandess. And the Chum say that a zona is only, like we talked about in the Mishnah, Gioris or Meshukreris. Or Nivala Bilasnos. Bottom line is, Rabbi Yezer clearly is also not agreeing with Rabbi Yehuda's definition. So, um, 
Um, and then we saw Rabbi Lazar says that even uh, two people not married just have an act of relations, not Lushim Ishus, that also makes a woman a Zona. That's Rabbi Lazar, not Rabbi Liazar. Bottom line is, it's not like Rabbi Yehuda. So Rav Ada, Rav says what the Pshat is, is that we're not talking about a coin regular, we're talking about a coin Gadol here. And marrying a Ketana is a problem because the Kenyan is first going to happen once she's an adult. And by that time, she'll already be a Be'ula. And that's because she's too young to have a Kenyan right now because she's only Ketana. And when she's an adult, she's going to be a Be'ula. So the Gemara says, wait a second. This makes no sense. This is Rav talking. He says, if the father married her off, so that's a full contradiction. Yeah. That's a marriage. It's not, it's not only effective later when she becomes an adult, it's effective right now. Because the, the, brain, the, the, the father is a, has a kayak to marry off his daughter, and it's his, it's his prerogative. So it's a full-on marriage. Now, what are you going to say? Um, that, he, that she married herself off and not from the father? So Rabbi Eliezer, um, and it's only going like Rebbe Yezer, and the Rabbanon disagree. Everybody should agree that it's a Bula issue. Why does only Rebbe Yezer say it's a problem? So we reject that answer as well. So Rebbe says we're talking about a regular Kohen Hediot. Aye, what's the problem? Probably is a Kohen Hediot girl who marries a young girl who's a minor. So she, uh, we're afraid that she may sleep with other people, or she may be seduced because she's a little girl and she doesn't know better. Uh, I, why don't we worry about that by Yisrael? Yisrael, first of all, a, a little girl who's seduced to have relations is, um, is like an ones Because it's not of sound mind. She can easily she be swayed. Know. She doesn't know better. So it's considered an ones. Ones for a Kohen is prohibited to him. That's why it's an issue. Mm-hmm. You can't marry a minor. For but ones for Yisrael doesn't. So even though it's like, a, again, I don't know what the it's likelihood of something that happened, but it doesn't make her prohibited to him because it's an ones. And therefore, that's why it's only for a Kohen Hedyot um, and not for a Yisrael. Okay. Really? Yeah? You mentioned previously briefly two uh, unmarried, an unmarried couple. They have relations, they according have relations. to one opinion, Rabbi Lazar, that makes them a zo- that makes yeah. her zona. Okay, right. that opinion. Not for shame issues. What uh, what is the status of the man? Nothing. What do you mean? In that situation, the man does affect him, right? No, it doesn't affect no. him. It doesn't affect the man. No. It's a the, wo- the woman. The woman. As the right, the, we're talking about the we're looking at the definer of the zona. Okay. Yeah. That's by all. He, Zona is only defined okay. by... But by, didn't we agree that he, by he having a relation with her, it's like marrying her? Only if he has intent of yeah, marriage. But this is out of the intent. He has to have intent to yeah. marriage. So in this case, we're That's saying why it's a problem. Intent. That's why she's... As a That's yeah. why. That's why. There was like, no intention. Yeah. Right. But if, if uh, a man takes a, a young woman against her will, then he... Has to give the father right. That's a different thing. Yeah. That's that's what they're thinking about. But that's against. But if the father agrees, or even if he convinces her to have relations, he has an obligation to marry her afterwards. Yeah. And that's also. So this is different because she she agrees. No, I'm saying she's not right. Right. Exactly. That's Right. Mm-hmm. And, and then she becomes close on. Right, it was just a consensual act. Yeah, right. yeah, just from. Okay, never. next. All right, so now the. Um, and anyway, so Rapapa says that we're talking about a Kongadol, and it's going according to the, the opinion 
this Tana that says that when it says Besula, you, it, it excludes even a Ketana, because it says Isha. And then it says Isha, maybe a Bogeres, so it says Besula. So it has to be only this window, the small window between, between a Ketana and a Bogeres, which is only the age of an Aris. So that, when the, from age 12 until 12 and a half, that's the only window that is allowed to marry. That's his Pshat. Can, yeah. can you clarify those two terms, Bogeres and Beula? Okay, Bogeres, here's the story. Bu'ula is someone who actually had relations with somebody. Bogeres is somebody who never had relations, but she's above the age of 12 and a half. And because of that, she doesn't have her full virginity intact. Just by virtue of her developing, it's not the same. Bogeres. She never had relations, though. But a Kohen Gadol is not allowed to marry even a Bogeres. If he's married to her, that's one thing. She can remain married to her. But he's not allowed to so initiate that's, that's a marriage. The term of, of, she has no relation with anybody. Just ages, right, she's ages. Like that's exactly right. right. And that's equivalent to going double because she's not somehow a virgin. That's she's not a full. Uh, the the virgin is defined by a physical. It's a physical. On the hymen, how and 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 it loses its its uh, whatever just by getting older. After twelve and a half. After twelve and a half, it starts stretching out. Whatever, exactly. Uh, so, so one thing: if a coin brother loses the wife, he needs to be married. So they find a twelve. Exactly, twelve-year-old. Twelve year exactly. Yeah, that's oh, right. That's oh, right. It's good to be coin It's a good thing. But if you hear Bula, it means someone has relations. What? Bula is somebody who actually had a relation. That's correct. Right. Right. And that's that. Well, even if she's not a zona, she doesn't have to be a zona. But it's a Bula. She's not a. She's for sure not a virgin. That everybody agrees. Bogeres is an opinion that says that a kohen is allowed to marry Bogeres. That's still enough of a virgin. That was a machlokes. Right, Bogeres. But nobody's mach arguing about a Bula. Bula is for sure not allowed to a kohen Right. But what would you, you wouldn't call a married woman. A or you would? A married woman, right? Of course, she, well, she's a Bu'ula. is defined by a physical fact. Did she have relations with a man or not? And that's the question. So a married woman certainly is. Or right. Or we have right, exactly. Or? Right, exactly. Okay. All right, got it, thanks. Definition of terms. Okay, next we saw... As long as they're above three. Is that right? Above three, it's not considered an act of relations under the age of three. That's true. Good point. Okay, Rav Nachman Yitzchak says that it's going like this Tana, who says that a psula uh, is, is only a naira. And that's so what it says, Hanaira tovis mara me'od besula. So that's the basis. Next, we quoted Rav Loza's opinion, upon Abala Pnuya, that Shalol again, with no intent of marriage, makes her a zona. And that's where Rav Amram says, Halacha does not follow the opinion of Rav Loza. That's not true. Okay. Next, we said, talked about the mitzvah period of Rivia. So, and that's really today's daf is talking all about the mitzvah period of Rivia, of procreating. It's a mitzvah in the Torah. Pru Uruvu. right. And uh, we're going to focus on that from this Mishnah. So, we said that a person cannot be Mavata from Pru Rivia unless he has children. Um, um, now, Peshami says the minimum children that you need is two boys. And Basila says it's Zachar Unikeva. Okay? It's male and female. Now um, and he says the Pasuk Shenemar Zachar Unikeva Brah. Now sounds like that if he has children, so then Pirivriva he's uh, he's allowed to be a, a bottle from Pirivrivya. He doesn't need to procreate, but he still needs to have a wife. That's the implication. 
It didn't say you don't have to be married. It just says that you 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 don't have to have children. You have to you can be mevatel from from producing children. Um, so that's the supporting Rav Nachman in the name of Shmuel, who says that even if a person has many children, he's not supposed to be without a wife. As the pasuk says, "Otov heyos adam levado." Because it's of not good obvious, for obvious, uh, necessity of a man to have sexual relations. That didn't say. That's what you say. I, it's, uh, there's other many I mean, reasons. That's, that's, main, that's, that's one factor. Thing. That's one factor. There's a lot of reasons to be married. That's one of the reasons. But many reasons. Okay, it's not good for a man to be alone. Okay, someone's other gotta, someone's got to wash her clothes. There's a, there's a, there's a, it's a, it's, it's very hard. Every, everybody, uh, it's very hard to run a household without two people running the household together. It's a team effort. It's a facts, facts. So look, it's not good to be alone. Okay, I'm indoctrinated. I've been indoctrinated. He said. Okay. Others say. Um, if the Mishnah says. That uh, even though he had children, you still need a wife. <laughs> even if you have children, you still need to be married always. And you need to, and you don't need to procreate anymore because you already fulfilled the mitzvah. Right, but you still but need there a wife. Is, there There's a, a separate here. factor of having a wife regardless of children. We have a here. Why? Because in order to have a, a relations with a lady who is not your woman, your your new woman. Uh, you only have to allow to have it in within Nida uh, in period. Yeah. No. The point is, what if she's above the age of having children? That also fulfills the idea of a wife. You understand? Good answer. Okay. You mean if she's in menopause? Yeah, or anything, whatever. There's a lot of scenarios. Okay. Divorce her and get a young one. Have more <laughs> okay. Now, others say there's another version who says that if he has. If he has children, then he doesn't need to fulfill Rivia, and he also doesn't need a wife, which is a tiyofta to Rav Nachman in the name of Shmuel, that a person needs always to have a wife. So the Gemara says it's not necessarily true. Um, it may be saying if he has a children, um, he can marry a woman who cannot produce children, meaning she's past the age of child rearing, uh, child bearing. And, uh, uh, and the question is, are you mechoyev to even sell a safer Torah that you own in order to get married, in order to have children. That's the whole thing. Anyway, that's the story, and that is where we left off. We'll take it from here.